never let them stop your grind And when it's time, don't ever let them stop your shine Why? Cause you work hard to get there When you get stuck, look up, don't just sit there There's haters regardless, just do what you do You ain't through till it's finished, man, that's what winners do Hey guys, welcome back to Maddie Cassandra's podcast. Oh my god, it has been a few months. I'm heaps sorry that I haven't posted anything in a while. Uh, I've just been super busy with, you know, some life changes in the business, um, some growing pains as they call it. And yeah, I'm stoked to be back. My goal this year is to, and I'm going to say this on air so then you guys can all know it too, is to have a podcast out every single month for the year of 2022. So this is the first one. Um, It's going to be short and sweet because I just want to nail you guys with just heaps of dot points and information um, so then you can go away and start doing it. So uh, this podcast is called like being an athlete. So pretty much I'm going to give you all the little tips and tricks that I give my athletes um, to start with. And I want you guys to just go away and start doing these things daily because these are like the bread and butter of being an athlete. And without this sort of stuff, you know, we're always going to be one step behind. So I want you guys to start the year strong and be one step ahead of the game. So we're going to jump straight into it. But the first thing I want you guys to remember as athletes is you aren't like everyone else. Okay. As athletes, we can't do the exact same things that all our friends at school or whatever or at work can do because they're not athletes, all right? They're, and that's fine, you know, but you guys have to remember that you've chosen this lifestyle. You want to be really good at your sport, whatever it may be. So you have to remember when your mates are going out or when your mates are having sleepovers or when your mates are doing this or that or whatever, I want you guys to not get upset or mad about it and just go, well, I chose this life, all right? So this is what I have to do, you know? Like we've got to make tough sacrifices to be the best we can be. So if your goal in life is to be a professional athlete or just play um, and compete at a high level, then you've got to make those sacrifices. So just keep that in mind. But the first thing with being an athlete and something that I get my guys to do religiously, so every single day, um, and I do it myself every single day, is what happens is we don't always have motivation. You know, motivation stays around for two, three days, maybe a week if you're lucky, um, even two weeks, you know, and then it's all about discipline, you know. So being a top-level athlete, it's about discipline. So what I get them to do is just set three daily goals. Uh, so if you've listened to a podcast before or heard me talk before, you'll you'll know what to do here. But simply setting three daily goals, all right, can put us in the right mindset right and that the sense that we're going to keep achieving things so we feel good about ourselves and when I say three daily goals I don't mean like super hard challenging goals I simply mean like the real basic stuff so you know drinking three liters of water foam rolling for 20 minutes and going to bed at 9 p.m like that's how easy they could be but how good would you feel that at the end of each day that you could tick those three things off that's what I mean by three daily goals They're just three little things to keep you on track, to keep you focused, to better you as an athlete, Um, but also just remind yourself that you can achieve things and you can do things. So they can be anything. It could be like, you know, another thing could be like eating clean, so making sure all your meals are clean, uh, hitting your protein target, which I'll talk a little bit about later, Um, and it could be, you know, doing an ice bath or something like that. So it's it's super simple. If you go to school, it could literally be finish your schoolwork as well. You know, it doesn't have to always be about sport and fitness like if you need to get schoolwork done so you're not stressed 
All right, that's definitely a key factor to put those in your daily goals as well. Maybe you want to read a bit more so you can learn stuff. So that could be a daily goal as well. So there's heaps of different things, but every single day, wake up, set three daily goals, nice and simple. And then at the end of each day, tick them off um, so that you can kind of stay motivated and stay focused on what your goals are for this year. The next big one is um, I ask athletes a lot and they always seem to say no, unless they've had a coach and they've, they say yeah sometimes. Um, but do you evaluate every performance? So it could be training, it could be a race, it could be a game, doesn't matter what it is. How are we meant to get better if we're not evaluating how we just went? You know, what can we improve on? What did we do really well so we can do that again next time? Those sort of things. So I like to get my athletes to evaluate their training sessions and their race days or game days and go, cool, three things I did really well was blah, blah, blah. And then three things that I can improve on was blah, blah, blah. You know, and then now they can look at that and feel confident because they're like, oh, I actually achieved three really good things or I did well. But they also can go, all right. This is going to make me hungry to get better as an athlete because these are three things that I need to focus on. And when I become better at them, then I'm going to grow my confidence again. So that's another big thing is just evaluate your performance. That is super important if you want to become a better athlete. And it doesn't matter if you, you know, are a beginner, intermediate or pro, that you're always going to need to evaluate performance. Like you can see pros at the top level and you'll still see them watching back old games, old races and going, oh, I could have done this better or I should have done this instead of that in that situation. So they're always evaluating because that's how they're going to get better as athletes. So it doesn't matter who you are, you should be doing that. You know, and I do that as a coach. I evaluate my coaching sessions. Like last week I was down um, in Victoria doing a coaching uh, boot camp with uh, Oatsy and you know every single day I just wrote down a few things that I did really well and a few things that I can improve on and also things that I can um, learn so I can become a better coach as well so it doesn't matter who you are or what you do you know you can always evaluate so that we can become better humans better athletes better coaches you know mum and dad if you're listening you know better mums and dads and stuff like that as well so like it doesn't matter who you are you can do this in any 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 place um the next thing is ask for feedback now yes you just evaluated yourself but ask for feedback from coaches you know friends that are there if you're riding with mates or playing with mates um also mum and dad because they will see it from a different perspective from than what you've just seen your performance as well so they may have picked up on something that you missed all right, and now this can get a little bit challenging, obviously, with mum and dad. You know, sometimes kids don't want to listen to mum and dad, but just hear them out. You know, it doesn't mean you have to actually go do what they say, but just hear them out because they might have a valid point. And same with your coaches, obviously, listen to them. Um, but yeah, just ask other people for feedback because that's how you're going to get better as well because they're going to see something maybe a little bit different to what you saw. So it's always good to do that. Now, there's like a few big topics that come into play when being an athlete so the first thing is training like an athlete you know this is only something that I've learned over probably the last couple of years and it because it wasn't really out there it wasn't really known you kind of just went to the gym and had a trainer and they taught you how to squat you know use the cables and stuff like that and then more trainers started to come out around like specialized coaching so different sort of body mechanics and stuff like that and that's when I really got into oh yeah hold on a second we actually need to train like how we play or how we perform rather than just lifting weights so we can get strong. 
So training like an athlete is very different to training like a bodybuilder. So if you go to the gym right now and you just do squats, bench, deads, couple cable pull downs and couple bicep curls, you're not training like an athlete. You're training like a bodybuilder. All right. And you're probably not going to step on stage. So what are you going to benefit from that? You know, yeah, you're going to build some strength and it's going to be good for your body, but we need to train like athletes. We need to know how to move weight, be functional, be fit and do everything all together because that's what we're doing on race day. That's what we're doing on a football field. That's what we're doing um, when we're doing sprint training, stuff like that, you know, rugby, anything like that. You need to train like an athlete. So we need to be doing that strength stuff, yes, like your squats and your deadlifts, but you need to be starting to isolate your left for right. So, you know, you know, like single leg RDLs, um, that sort of stuff. And then getting a little bit more balance and control. So like my athletes will do like a single leg RDL into like a dumbbell clean, you know, things like that. So then now they're moving their body through different planes. You know, they're understanding, all right, these are my main muscle groups that I'm working, but my stabilizer muscles need to switch on now so I can control this movement and like not topple over. So things like that are really, really important. So training like an athlete and not like a bodybuilder. The next one is nutrition, you know, and this is really, really big. I've noticed over the last couple of months, especially motocross, obviously, because that's what I've been around a lot, but I still get the questions about football and stuff like that. And so one thing I always say is like to my motocross riders, I go, you guys fuel your bike up all right, before you ride it or race it. Like you make sure it's full. Why are you not making sure your body's full and primed and prepped and ready to race and ready to ride as well? You know, so because it goes hand in hand, you know, your bike is doing some of the work and then you're doing some of the work, you know, and if your bike's full and you're not, then, you know, you're missing out on that energy and you're missing out on those chances to get better and perform better. So nutrition is super important. So making sure you eat breakfast, you know, two hours before you're racing or riding and the closer you get to race or riding you know those foods become more simpler so breakfast could be bacon and eggs and stuff like that and then as you get closer to like say race time it needs to be simplified so you know your fruits um, your little muesli bars and stuff like that so that is super important but then also making sure you have a good mix of your carbs your proteins and your fats so you know like your fats are your nuts and your avocados, your proteins are like your chicken, your eggs, all that sort of stuff. Tuna, if you like that. I love Yopros. They're just super easy to eat for me. Um, and they have a good source of protein. And then obviously your carbs. So obviously your pasta, your wraps and stuff like that. I've found on race day to parents, if you're listening, is try feed kids wraps over actual sandwiches because the wraps are obviously thinner and they're a bit easier than obviously thick white bread and trying to have a full sandwich. So I found that what helped better when some of my kids were getting a little bit sick on race day after eating that and then trying to go race. Um, the next is recovery. So if we don't recover properly, how you expect to perform at your best? So a little rule of thumb, and it's not always going to work out like this. It's, it is hard, um, but obviously it's good goals to achieve and good uh, ways to make our body better is Say, for example, you train five hours a week and that could be bike, gym, field, whatever. You should spend five hours of recovery. So that could be, you know, massage, foam roll, stretch, um, ice bath, sauna, uh, sleep, all that sort of stuff. So try and make it even. And I know it's hard. I know it's not always going to be perfect. But say if you did a two-hour session on the bike, go do like an hour massage and then like a 30-minute foam roll stretch and then obviously go to bed on time. You know, so it's just our body is kind of evening it all out. So that's super important is your recovery. But sleep is a really big one. 
So if you're a kid that's playing video games and you want to be an athlete, pick right now. You can't do both unless you're going to turn that video game off at like 6 p.m. So like the the more we're stimulated, the harder it is it's going to, going to be for you to get sleep. So same with obviously your phones and your movies and your TVs and stuff like that. We want it all off so that you're not stimulated by that sort of stuff so you can actually fall asleep quicker and get into a better sleep routine. But also a fun research paper that I read a few months back is with sleep and especially with kids and stuff like that, um, we want to get to sleep, you know, as many, as many hours before midnight as we can. By example, like going to bed at like 8 or 9 p.m. instead of like 10 or 11 p.m. because our body actually produces twice the amount of growth hormone prior to midnight than it does after midnight Um, and I thought that was pretty interesting so I did a little bit more research on it and it is true so anything before midnight is way better than anything after midnight so trying to get to bed like for me I try to get to bed by 9 9 30 every single night and I do notice a difference that if I do go to bed at say 10 30 or 11 um, on my mood and my energy the next day so that's a good little rule of thumb too is we want the uh, good sleep before midnight uh, so the next thing, obviously, with athletes is um, we need to challenge our comfort zone because that's how we build our confidence. So we can become, uh, I guess, we can back ourselves more. So we become like more, I don't know what the word is. I can't think of the word, but we kind of, we just believe in ourselves, you know, self-belief and all that sort of stuff. So I want you guys to do, a li- you can pause the podcast, go get pen and paper if you need to and do a little activity. So what I get my athletes to do is I get them to draw a circle and write inside it comfort zone. And I get them to write everything they love doing. So just easy things. They don't have to think twice about it and they just love doing it. Everything that's inside their comfort zone. And then I get them to draw a bigger circle around that and go, all right, what's outside your comfort zone? What are you worried or nervous about doing? But if you do it, it's going to make you a better athlete. So like ice baths or for my riders, it's like, hitting those jumps or trying to go faster or, you know, doing this or that or less braking, you know, less clutch, blah, 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 all these different things. And then they start like brainstorming and figuring out all these things that they can work on outside their comfort zone that, yeah, it scares them a bit, but when they do it, they're going to have more confidence in their ability to perform. All right, so that's another good little one is always challenging your comfort zone as athletes because that's how we get better and that's how our self-belief kicks in so our confidence goes up. The next one is finding your routine to lower stress, all right? When we're not in a routine and we feel flushed and we don't know what we're meant to be doing next or we don't know what we're meant to be doing tomorrow, that's when our stress rises, all right? And we don't want high stress, okay, because then our body's going to break down and we're going to be unwell, our body's not going to recover properly and all that sort of stuff. So finding a routine that works for you so that you can stick to it. So go say, I'm going to go do bike time or training on the field, every Tuesday and Thursday, you know, and then I'm going to be in the gym or with my trainer Monday and Wednesday. And then Friday's my rest day. And then Saturday, Sunday, I either play, compete, race, whatever it is. And then in between that, it's like I do my recovery or my phone rolling every single day before I go to school or work. Or it's like every Friday afternoon, I go for do a 10 minute ice bath. So then when you have a routine, the thinking's taken out of it for you. So then you're not stressed. You just know what day, Tuesday, I have to do this, this and this. You know, Wednesday, then I've got to do this and this. Then you're not worried about stuff. It's all there in black and white for you. So I think that's super important uh, is to just find your routine. So then you're not stressed. And then the last one that I'm going to leave you guys with 
and parents, please listen to this too, is what we say to ourselves, what we say to our kids, what we say to our partner, what we say to our friends does have an impact on how they think. So whatever you're saying to your kids, partner, friends, family, who it is, whoever it is, it doesn't matter if it's coming from a good place or not. You know, it's if we are always talking negative or always talking down on someone, you know, it's going to take a toll on them. All right, no matter how much you think it's trying to help them improve, all right, it, there's a time and a place and it doesn't have to happen all the time. So a good technique I like using, especially with my younger kids, is like sandwiching. So do a compliment, all right, then give them the feedback on whatever it is, like maybe improve this or maybe try this and then finish off with a compliment. Not everyone has to be like that, but I find that lately a lot of people's, uh, a lot of my athletes when they have they're struggling with their mindset or their confidence is because someone is consistently saying something to them and it is slowly bothering them. They may not say it, they may not announce it, but it literally is just eating away at them. So I just want you guys to take into account what we say to each other, kids, parents, partners, whoever it is. Over time, the first couple of times they might brush it off, you know, but if it's constantly the same things being said, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. However many times, it is going to start eating away at the person and that does start eating away at their confidence and that's when the self-doubt kicks in and that's when the performance gets lowered, all right? So we just need to make sure there's a good balance of positive talk and like that feedback as well. But anyways, that's just a nice quick little podcast for you guys to start 2022. If you guys have any questions, want to get some coaching off me, please feel free to send me a message on Instagram or Facebook or shoot me an email and we'll get you sorted. I do have a brand new app up and running for 2022. So it's making coaching heaps easier. So wherever you are in the world, you can train with me. So it's all via an app and then all our mindset and coaching calls is via Zoom. So, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. I have a rider in the US, have riders all over Australia now. So if you want to work with me, please contact me and let's get you started and ready to go for 2022. See ya. Joe, never let them stop you grind and when it's time, don't ever let them stop you shine. Why? Cause you work hard to get there. When you get stuck, look up, don't just sit there. There's haters regardless, just do what you do. You ain't through till it's finished, man. That's what winners do.